Hey, cousins, and we are back. We're back raw, uncut, unedited. We're just throwing it out there. And we're in our next mini-sode. I believe this is mini-sode 15, the big one five. This is our quinceanera of a mini-sode. Look at you showing your versatility and diversity. I try to be, you know, diversified. Uh. (laughs) 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 so if you haven't already heard of us um or if you have because i'm sure you're one of our loyal listeners thank you for tuning in feel free to like share subscribe review and definitely follow us on all the social medias we're on tiktok we're on instagram we're on facebook those are like our three mains but You can Google PGD Innovations and you will find us, the website. And you can also Google What's Next Gen XYZ if you want to catch all of our previous seasons and episodes. So in this mini-sode series, Eunice is surprising me. So just like last week, I had no idea what we were talking about. I was just brought into fantastical conversation. It's happening again, people. Buckle up, Rachel. All right. I am buckled and I am ready. I'm nervous. All right. No, don't be nervous. nervous. I just need you raw and uncut. All right. So in our last mini episode, we talked about just weird things related to jobs. Um, So I'm keeping true to that same theme. And so one of the things that I wanted to ask you to kind Mm -hmm. of jump into this is if you had to guess, just maybe... The five top jobs for 2023, what would you say they are? For 2023, and it's any kind of job. Any kind of job, just be as random as you want. Top five that you think would be like, okay, what the, in the United States, and let me also help with that. So in the U.S. market, five top jobs that is hot and people need to run to and makes good money. And that's where we see the market going towards. Okay. So I got two versions of this. One leads me to believe that the top jobs are like gig work related because you can essentially like make your own money. Like if you're an Uber driver or DoorDash or Instacart or something like that, Mm because you know, people got that hustle spirit. Yep. And who hasn't used the DoorDash before or Instacart? I think we all have at this point. But then the pendulum swings the other way where I'm thinking, okay, maybe traditional career where we're talking about like a a anesthesiologist, anesthesiologist, how do you say it? I'm trying. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Um, Type nurse, because I didn't know there was an anesthesiology nurse, but there is. or what guesses or like a specific type of I always go to the medical uh realm because you remember that episode where we interviewed Dr. Nate the mm-hmm. op- who was in the realm of ophthalmology mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. oculoplastic surgeon I definitely will put him at the top of the list after we yeah. google what his salary is yeah. um Oh yeah. You're on the roll. You're on the roll. And I love it. And and so the reason why, so you're right. So all those guesses have some truth to it. 
Okay. So let's peel back the layer just a little bit more. Oh, man. Um, so I was looking around, you know, the Internet provides everything. And of course, you know, there's CNBC, there's U.S. News, there's the you know Department of Labor and statistics and everything else. Okay. So top five jobs and the ranking was 100 best jobs in the United States for 2023. Ooh. Software developer was on the list. I don't know if I agree with that. And this is why. Hear me out. I'm not going to say they don't get paid well, but when you look at concentrated areas where software developers live Mm -hmm. and then what's happened to the cost of living, Mm -hmm. like to me, if I'm making 257, I know that's a very specific number, but whatever, go with it. 257 (laughs) and I live in California, I shouldn't have five different roommates like we Families Matters or something or Three's Company up in there. That's a problem. <laughs> so uh, that that's why I say that because the salary right. is big, but then they get hit up with taxes and they basically right. take like nothing home. But for all intents and purposes, right, you're looking across the 50 plus states in the United States. You know what I'm saying? And so relatively speaking, this is lucrative. So it made the list. Software developers made the list. Okay. I mean, I'm not hating on the software developers. So don't, don't y'all be out there coming for me. Okay. No, I work with anything, software developers. If anything, you're on their side. Cause what you're saying is they should be making more. That's what I heard from your opinion. You're like 257 ain't cutting it. I need more money. That's what yeah, I, I either think that you should be making even more to offset the cost of living because I've, I've got to Rosa Parks champion my developers in California because the taxes there are absolutely ridiculous. And if you're single with no dependents and I mean, there's only with so many charitable donations you can give people like it's ridiculous. Seattle, the same way, like that cost of living is just absolutely ridiculous. New York is up there. Yeah. Uh, Jersey. I like I, I with you with that one. But they're on the list. So the good okay. news is you, you sound like you're an advocate. You're like, hey, I see why they're on the list, but let's be fair. Let's make it equitable with the cost of living. So I hear you loud and clear. Um, next on the list, the top okay. five. And again, I'm just doing five to keep it short. But this okay. was a report that indicated the 100 best jobs. Right. Then we got nurse practitioners. And you mentioned the healthcare industry. So nurse practitioner made it on the list of best jobs in 2023 for people to look out for. I was like, okay. Best or financially best? They didn't uh, specify. It was overall. Okay. Because, I mean, I got a champion for my nurses out there because y'all had it pretty rough. Yep. Y'all had it pretty rough since the bid worldwide. And And then um, they also mentioned medical and health service managers. So there's difference between being a nurse practitioner and then the administrative side. So the managers made made the list for medical and health. So I thought what? that was interesting as well. What is the ad? Does it say what the salary is with it or just the position? All over 100K. Oh, I, I learn something new every day because I, yep. I know what the position is, but I didn't know that was the official title for it. And I didn't know that that was the, the pay that we're talking mm-hmm. over six figures. Then we've got the physician assistant also over 100K. Yeah, I can see that. Like best jobs to look out for in 2023. And then lastly, information security analyst. 
I wasn't surprised with that because there's just been a lot of talk about cyber, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, looks like it made sense. So I thought that was pretty cool. So then exactly what you were thinking, I was like, well, let's dig into it by industry because I'm a little curious. So when we look at tech jobs, there's the software developer, there's the information security analyst, IT manager made the list as well, along with web developer and computer systems analyst from a tech space. I said, okay. I can see all of those. Yeah, I would agree with that. And all of those are reasonable, right? Like you can go to school, get a degree, and then just stack up on certifications and still make, you know, a healthy living with it. So I thought that was interesting. When it comes to healthcare, the nurse practitioner, the physician assistant, we also have physical therapists on the list. See, that one, it depends because in a lot of states, they've actually changed it where you have to get a doctorate. You have to go all the way up educationally to a doctorate in physical therapy to then um, qualify for certain positions. Yeah, because, you know, like a lot of um, like hospital rehab departments or um, separate rehab facilities for people that are rehabbing from like accident surgeries, things like that. You typically, the person that's running the business side of the rehab and service and yeah. a lot of times that's a physical therapist, depending on the state. Um, and so some states have changed the requirement to require more education, I guess, for those that are in those hybrid positions like that. Wow. Crazy. And then, of course, we've got dentists and um, veterinarian made the list with the top five within the healthcare realm. And then of course, you know, I have to look out for my business folks. So when it comes to business, exactly the point you're making, medical and health service manager made the list from a business standpoint, um, mm-hmm. top in the business field. Okay. Then you've got a financial manager, then you've got market research analysts, um, management analysts, and a, a, a logistician. Oh my goodness, too many C's. You know what I'm saying? All the C's. (laughs) Man, I'm never. Okay. They say you learn something new every day. I I sure do too. And then I said, you know what? I'm just curious when it comes to vacancy, because all the time we hear about, okay, top jobs and what's best and what's the salary that's making. I wanted to dig in just a little bit later. And I thought our, our listeners would appreciate this. Okay. Um, I wanted to know from vacant positions that that's going on, right? Um, nurse, huge problem in the U.S. Over 400,000 positions are vacant. So that means they're looking for people to fill these roles, 400,000. And I believe that. That's why I say that's a tough job. I mean, they're picketing in New York right now. It's, it's a big deal. Yeah. Heavy burnout. Three more that I thought was peculiar because then this list kind of um, provided 30 jobs with the biggest vacancies in the U.S. And of course, the nurse made it on there. And I was like, no surprise, had to share that with you guys. Mm-hmm. But then there were three other positions that was random. But I'm like, if you sit back and think about it, it makes sense. Okay. One, a delivery driver. Two, truck driver. Three, a tutor. Truck drivers. Yeah. I can see that because we have had supply chain issues and there has and been a shortage on that. Right. And they separated delivery drivers for the DoorDash comment 
Remember, you made that comment earlier with, you know, all of that. And I'm seeing the correlation because now once the pandemic hit, our minds kind of shifted, right? People aren't really going out as much as they used to. People are ordering everything. Yeah. You've got the combination of the truck drivers and then you've also got the specialty, right? Like the the, the DoorDash and the Uber Eats and all of that requiring drivers and the restaurants also, right? Shifting from providing in-person service to now getting the food out. I was surprised. And then, of course, tutors. I'm like, it makes sense because a high number of um, students and children are now homeschooled, right, compared to before, because a lot of parents are like, you know what, I can do this. So that happened. And, of course, with tutoring. And then I'm also not surprised because some people, studies have shown that there was a degradation in the educational system over the past two, three years, right? Um, Again, there's different points of view on that, but... Wow. But see, the tutor thing surprises me because if anything, I would have thought there was a boom in tutors because of COVID and all these parents that were like teetering on the cliffs of insanity yeah. trying to, you know, teach this this math. Yeah. And maybe um, that was the hmm. case right in 2020 and 2021. But it looks like in 2023, there was a dip and now they're looking for people to fill those roles. I don't know if it's because maybe the remote mentality where people don't really want to travel and go to people's homes. Maybe. I'd rather zoom it. I don't want to come to the house. Uh, Don't want to do that. I I didn't before. I didn't before and I don't now. Because this is what I picture. I picture showing up at somebody's house and they got like the old school Fisher Price little table in the seats. And I'm like trying to fit my, you know, ogre self as tall as I am in one of those little tiny seats so I can lean over and teach you about the adding and subtracting the apples. That's what I imagine. That is my nightmare. So it's like, mm, pass, pass. But you, but you do know some students require a little bit more attention. They're a little needy. They and I, computer may not be enough. They might need you to be in their face, Rachel. And, and you know what? They may. And I think that um, adversity can sometimes, you know, make us stronger. And, and it takes a village. I'm just going to throw all the quotes out there. Fight like a butterfly, sing like a bee. All of them. Dance like no one's watching. I need to virtually do it. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot do it. I cannot come to your house. I just it just gives me anxiety thinking about it. Then I think we've answered why tutors made the list, because then there's tutors like you that are not willing to come to the house. And you've got parents that are like, I'm looking for that one on one attention. And now you're being selective. Pre-pandemic, you would have been all over that. I don't know that I would have been. I don't know. There's a movie, a quick movie scene. The movie is called The Birds. Tom Hanks. So this is like young, you know, quaff of curly hair, Tom Hanks, um, wearing like the man shorts, the little um, short shorts before they came back in style, Tom Hanks, pre-castaway. And there's this scene in the movie where he goes to like the neighbor's house and the neighbor's house is like the eyesore of the cul-de-sac of the neighborhood, but everybody's nosy. They want to know what's going on in that house. So he goes in and he he's with his wife and some of the other nosy neighbors and they come out with hors d'oeuvres 
and the hors d'oeuvres are like the little sardine fish in the can <laughs> and pretzels. Oh my God. And it looks like so disgusting and they want to say no, but Tom Hanks's wife in the movie is like, you know, eat it. Like looking at his face, like don't you turn that hors d'oeuvre down. Oh and it was just a nightmarish of a scene where he, you could tell he doesn't want to do it and his face is all twisted up and he's like, all right, I picture things like that happening if I go to someone's house. So where you're going to... I'm allergic. You need to learn those words. I'm allergic. I'm sorry. You know, wish I wasn't, but uh, I will try it. I hear it's so good. And that's me going to somebody's house. I'm sorry. I'm allergic <laughs> to <laughs> your carpet, <laughs> your doorway entrance, all of it. I just... <laughs> I'll meet you at a public library. Let's bring the libraries back. Get a good oh. old-fashioned library card, a nice little table in the back. Let's let's do that. You took that back, and I feel like that's a loss, just everything, art, science, all of the above. Because I remember when we were younger, if you wanted to know something about anything, you had to go to the library to find mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Unless you were lucky and you had a salesman that, sell, that sold the entire encyclopedia set to you and your family, but without that happening, you had to go to the library and get the library card. And it was like the right. biggest stamp of everything as a child to have that. You're like, oh, my God, I have a library card. You felt a, a level of independence and yep. like power with that. Yeah. So let's, I champion let's bring that back. It, let's meet halfway, parents. If I got to come out, so do you. Let's so meet, meet, at, meet at the library. Yeah. Meet me at the Barry. I'll be there at the table in the back. You've Boom. already branded it. I have. That That's going to be my slogan. That's going to be my commercials right along with Huntington Learning Center and some <laughs> of the rest of them that play all the time. Meet me at the Barry. I'll be at the table in the back. Oh, my God. Um, hmm. Yeah. But so that's an interesting one. Yeah, it was. And so just kind of looking through the list, because I know a lot of our listeners, you know, are wondering, what do I want to do next in my career? You're finishing up high school, trying to decide what to do if you're going to college or just what you want to do, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are some of the hot stuff that's available that's that's out there now. Like they're looking to fill people. So I wanted to share that with our listeners. And Rachel, you know your stuff. I mean, your guesses were right on. They fell in those different categories. So that was pretty neat. But this is my only PSA in reference to the jobs that you listed. And something that I think the listeners need to really meditate, search deep, search deep. Okay. There's all kinds of meditation videos that you can find on YouTube. Okay. If you don't like people, it is a challenge to even keep relationships with the people that are related to you by blood and DNA, okay? Do not decide that you're going to go to school and become a nurse. You don't like people. You're right. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself and don't do that to patients. Instead, I challenge you, think about truck driving. Think about delivery driving where you don't have to deal with the masses per se. The most you might have is somebody chasing you down, asking an update about a package. That's it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And dogs, they do have their own challenges, but you're not dealing with people. If you are attracted to anything in technology, there's nothing wrong with it. Technology is something that will always be advancing. Everybody's talking about AI now, Amazon web service, cloud this, cloud that. However, 
it takes a certain mind to be a developer, a software developer, a web developer. It's a certain mind. Okay. So if you're the people person, if you're the chatty catty, if you too find yourself in a Zoom call or in the office perusing around everybody's office desk and cubicle as though you were throwing a house party and you want to greet and meet all the guests, this is not the field for you. Okay. <laughs> it's not for you. So don't be attracted by the money. And then let the money steer you into something that is not your passion. Think about your personality and then see which of the jobs in the list match your personality. That's my PSA. Yeah. And that's a great point to make. And again, this is a list of like top 100 best jobs. There's all sorts of various lists that you can find online. So it is important what Rachel's sharing is like, look to see what's a good fit for you. Because just because, you know, nurse and developer and physician and IT kind of pulls up on the list, that doesn't mean that's for you. And so when I also dug deeper and looked at some vacancies, there's like a ton of other positions that are available that may be a better suit for you and still pays well. So this list wasn't solely based on salary level. It was a combination of everything, right? Okay. So very helpful. Yay. So what's the next one? I like that one. What you got next? Yep. So the next one that I have is basically high paying jobs that you don't need a college degree for. Ow. Okay. Do I need um, a GED or a high school diploma or, or possibly not even that? Not even that. And Ooh. so I'm going to focus on one particular sector in this one. Okay. So if you had to guess just one, one job that you don't necessarily need a degree for, That's hot right now and hot meaning it's well-rounded, pays good money and people find, you know, fulfillment in. What would you say it is? I'm going to say construction. Because you'd be surprised how how much money the men on the side of the road be making while you be riding by, throwing your look up out the window, turning your nose down. Mm. Rachel, you need to play the Powerball. You're right. And yeah. I feel like you are so plugged in. This Uh is This is what happens when you deal with someone who's well-read, okay? Yeah. News and is on top of it. It absolutely is the construction industry. Yeah, construction makes bank. And this is why they make bank. I just have to throw this out here because people always say it doesn't It doesn't make sense. So now I'm going to be like T-Boz and um, Left Eye back in the day when they were talking about how they went broke and how they only made 10 cents for every album sold and like broke the map yeah. down. I'm going to do that here. So let's say you have someone that is in a position of a flagger, a laborer, or um, some sort of position like that. Because those are what you would consider, quote unquote, the lower level positions, just meaning that you don't already have some sort of certification, like an electrician or a plumber or um, crane operator, for example, because you need certifications for that. They make, depending on the city that you're in, let's say $20 an hour, which is really feasible, $20 an hour. However, the work is shift work. So $20 an hour, but you have your morning shift, your early morning shift, you have your midday shift, and then you have your evening shift. With shift work, the one good positive of it is when you need time off, you don't have to dig into your PTO the way a salary person does. You can just switch shifts with someone or say, hey, cover me. So now that person that's working two shifts, now for the second shift, okay, they're getting time and a half. 
So they're not getting $20 an hour. They're getting $20 plus an additional $10 an hour. Yeah. Now, if that second shift that they picked up for their buddy that wants to go twerking and lurking on the weekend or whatever and needs that extra day, (laughs) they will get what's called shift differential. So not only are you making time and a half, but because it's, let's say, an evening shift or a night shift, you're going to get an additional 10 to 12 dollars on top of that. So now instead of $20 an hour, instead of $30 an hour, you're already up at like $41 an hour. And all you're doing is out there digging a hole or waving a flag or setting some cones down because we're starting at the bottom. Now we're here. Okay. (laughs) Now, if it's winter time, so let's say if you're working in Boston and you're in one of these positions, you're going to get a differential because of inclement weather. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. So now we're up from 40 to $41 an hour. Let's throw on like an extra five on that. So we're almost at $50 an hour. Yeah. Now, if it is a holiday weekend, burn, 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 green light, <laughs> like you in a strip club. Okay. So now you can easily go from $20 an hour to damn near $60 an hour. And oopsies, I did curse, but I just get excited when we talk about this. So that's how someone can end up making bank like that, but working in construction. Now, constructions are construction. Construction workers are backed by unions. You get your benefits, you get your health insurance. The union is going to make sure that you're protected. The union is going to help you if you need to get additional certifications and things like that. Sometimes people do not work directly for the city. They work for the union and then the union contracts them out to certain jobs and and things like that. So there's a lot of wiggle room there for that. There's a lot of wiggle room. And so one of the issues that we have now, and again, this is like different articles that I saw online, and there's two trains, two camps, let's put it this way. You've got the old school camp where when they think of vocational education, it was frowned upon back in the day. It was just like, oh, if you don't go to college and make money, then you're not doing something better with your life, right? Then vogue in vocational work was kind of like second tier. And so now what we're trying to do, there's the the school of uh, folks that believe that we got to get away from that thinking. And it's not about that anymore. Maybe that was the truth, or maybe there was reasons why that was the case of people who couldn't get a degree or whatever, they fell into this field. But now what we notice is it's work, work that needs to be done. And there's this branding and this negative association with this sort of work that we just have to work with overcoming, if that makes sense in the United mm-hmm. States, right? But it's really good work. You don't need a college degree. Decades ago, the way that you can have the, and I'm doing air quotes, the American dream was graduate high school, go to college, get a degree, and you're going to make so much money because that was the path or the avenue for many people. What we're finding now, 20, 30, 40 years later, is that's not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. Yes, having a degree is an avenue towards more money, but then now there are lucrative jobs that you don't need a college degree for. Exactly. So it's getting people to change their mindset because you've got the old school of thinking that's like, nope, you need the college degree to make money. And then 
Now you've got this whole new era where it's like, no, I've been working and I make really good money. Um, the average amount of folks in the construction industry is $55,000 plus per year. Mm-hmm. That's good money. And it's mind not, you, that's like starting. That's and imagine if you start off with that at 18, 19, 20 years old. Where will you be, you know, a decade from there? Exactly. And that statistic is looking at base pay. That statistic is not looking at if you're working overtime and getting time and a half and shift differential and and all of that stuff. Yep. And so one of our, um, I don't want to say it was an episode, but I think on TikTok, we dropped um, some information about the infrastructure bill that got released. So in the infrastructure bill, it's about $1.2 trillion that we're kind of uh, releasing out into, you know, <laughs> I'll say into the economy. $1.5 million per year is being earmarked for construction jobs. So this bill is creating $1.5 million jobs per year for construction workers. This is an area that if you're not sure what you want to do, you can definitely explore it. You're good Mm -hmm. with your hands. You like it. There's iron workers. Um, There's all different sorts of stuff that you can do in this field. And I just thought this article was so interesting because it kind of dug in a little bit deeper. And I was like, okay, well, tell me more. It's like, okay, 1.5 million jobs will be created over the next 10 years just with this infrastructure bill. That's not even what we already have in place in the vacancies that exist today. Mm -hmm. I thought that was, that's worth stating. So I, I talked about first the top positions that, it, you know, that's exciting for 2023. Of course, that's great. But then I also felt it was just as appropriate to say, hey, just because it might not have made top five, don't knock it for any reason to think that doesn't mean you don't make good money. Here's a whole different sector that there's just lots of opportunity. The construction sector is expected to grow 4% year over year. Yes. And also something. But that's also... I agree. And also something to point out with it, when you think construction, think all aspects. So construction has technology, has software, has software developers, has web developers and all of that that Eunice named earlier. Construction has every type of engineer that you can think of, electrical, structural engineers, forensic engineers for when accidents happen, all of that. And many more schedulers, uh, project managers, program managers, the whole nine, because now I'm naming office staff. And then the construction industry has those that work directly in the field. And you have people that have started off in the field just learning as a laborer or a flagger, just how the life cycle of construction happens. What are the pain points that people experience in the field? What is it like to be in the field? What do people do? What are the different trades? And then they find something that they like. Then you get on with a company. They'll pay for you to go back to school or to go get a certification or a degree or some sort like that. And you don't have to take out student loans. You don't have to pay directly out of pocket for school. And you're in a job where you're already making a decent salary while they're paying for you to go to school. And then you can stay within the industry and you can level up. And I can't tell you how many wonderful... Exactly. Met so many smart kids at schools like MIT, Boston College, Harvard that are doing exactly what I said. 
They are going to those schools and they have different companies that are paying for them to go to those schools because they came out of high school and they went directly into the working field already off the top, making 50, 60,000 a year as a base pay. And, you know, now they have a company through tuition reimbursement that's paying for them to go to school and get a degree. And then they're coming out in the same amount of time, about four years or so, not only with work experience, but with engineering degrees. So there's different ways to do it. There's not a quote unquote traditional way, even if you want to go a college way, right? Or I have to do it this way and the timeline, like let's not box ourselves up. And I think, you know, what we really wanted to share with you guys is that you have options. Mm-hmm. If you want to pursue uh, post-secondary education, get a degree, whether it's an AA, bachelor's, master's, or go all the way and get a doctorate, that's fine. There's jobs for you. If you decide that you don't want to get a degree, there's jobs for you. We're pointing out you have options. So don't necessarily think like, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. I don't know what I want to do with my life, whether you're leaving high school, leaving college or in your current career and trying to do something different. There's always an option for you. It's just kind of figuring out what it is that you want to do and looking into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And construction is definitely one of those fields. And it's not necessarily boots on the ground. There's different roles. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like Rachel kind of just pointed out, there's other things that you can do and still be in the construction a world. So thought it was pretty interesting, but, uh, doing these mini souls with you, I mean, you're on it. I'm going to have to really come with it for our next episode <laughs> and, and really just flip it up. Cause you, you got all the answers right. And you know, we just can't have that every time. <laughs> I, yeah. I got it out. Okay. Got to wake up pretty early in the morning to get one over on me. I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, tune in next week where Eunice is going to make another attempt to get one over on me. I don't I know am. what the topic is going to be about, but I am excited. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, then checked out our social media, our um different episodes you can binge we have all the way up through six seasons with some mini sods in between definitely do that as always think outside the box and tune in with us uh in the next week and a half when we drop our next mini sode see you next time